Before we begin this week's podcast, I want to tell you about a new radio show that's available online. Hosted by my friend Todd Gilbert, check out Big Nerd Theories. And every Wednesday night at 9 p.m., Todd is going to play a variety of music. He's going to sit down and have in-depth conversations with aspiring artists, musicians, any kind of form of entertainment Todd is going to put the spotlight on them so if you are into the local music scene if you enjoy good music if you enjoy listening to to people's individual stories I encourage you to check out Big Nerd Theories exclusively on the solidstateradio.net every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. This episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast has been rated PG-14. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. You want to get raw? Let's get raw. This is the Klaus to the Heart. Klaus to the Heart. Klaus to the Heart podcast. We are going to talk about things that affect everyday life. Some of it you're going to agree with, some of it you're not. You're damn right I'm fired up because this is a topic worth being fired up about. There is silver lining in just about anything. You just have to look for it because it's not always going to be at the forefront. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Podcast. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus and thank you so much for tuning in this week to give the show a listen. I certainly appreciate it. And, um... If you have any kind of feedback, if you have any kind of uh, questions, comments, concerns, that type of thing, we we certainly encourage you to drop us an email over at klaustotheheart at gmail.com or you can send us a direct message through our Facebook page. Just look for Klaus to the Heart. we're calling an, an audible this week. Uh, we had originally on the schedule, I was going to do another deep dive into a chapter in the history of the Michigan wrestling organization. Um, and this, it was especially fitting because of all of the uh, breaking news that occurred uh, this past week in relation to uh, re- resuming live events. But uh, we're... We're going to call an audible and we're going to do something totally different because something came across my radar and uh, I felt like it was a more time sensitive topic. And I think it's something that uh, some of you may may be able to relate to or may be able to utilize um, to help somebody that's that's in a bad way and what i mean by that is that right now there is a lot of attention there's a lot of spotlight on suicide and 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 the prevention of it now um 
full disclosure, I had gotten a, a Facebook message from a friend of mine uh, who I hadn't seen in quite some time, but he started listening to the show um, yeah, several weeks back. I'm not exactly sure when. Um, and uh, he sent me this message, and he's more or less, he's, he's concerned for um, another friend of his that is going through a relatively tough time right now, and the words suicide has, you know, come up in conversation from my understanding. And, um, as a personal favor, he, he asked if this was something that I could address on the show, maybe that he could take this and play it for his friend or, or whatever the case may be that may at least at bare minimum, uh, strike up a conversation, you know, um, now, I'm going to tell you that, um, I, that I have a little bit of, uh, of insight on this topic from a couple of different angles, and, th and, th and that's why I have the opinions that I do about this topic, because, you know, when you talk about suicide, you, you're talking about... Um, just, I mean, it's a potpourri of emotions. It is um, one of those things that, you know, we hope that we never, ever in a million years have to deal with, you know, di directly. Because that that is something that it, it conjures up a lot of different emotions, raw emotions. And we, it, it, especially in this day and age when we are still within the the grips of a pandemic and uh, and everything that's associated with that i mean this is you know months and months into this thing and um you know that's just one layer of it you know because at the end of the day we all go through different you know you know challenges and and, and things of this nature and um you know so, some of us are 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 in a funk it feels like um you know and this is such a complex topic because you know you you almost have to walk a fine line when you're dealing with this because you you, you don't want to say something that's going to offend somebody that's the the tipping point as to how serious they are when they start talking or having thoughts about about suicide and i look i understand i understand wholeheartedly that you know situations arise in our lives that seem like they're insurmountable that there is just no way to to get around it. There's no way to work through it. There's no way to beat this obstacle or you know this funk that you're in or what what whatever the issues are. At the end of the day, especially in terms of your friends and your family and and everything that goes in, in, in into that realm of it, 
you are thinking about a very permanent solution to what is more often than not a temporary problem. Now, I understand hitting rock bottom. Believe me, I understand hitting rock bottom. And I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to question every single aspect of your life. Whether you've made the right decisions or the wrong decisions. Whether you are dealing with an an improbable loss of some sort. Um, it's just, uh, you know, it's one of those, it's... It's individualized, and all these all these different um, you know challenges that that arise, you know they're not going to affect me the same way that they're going to affect you, and vice versa. It affects different people differently. It's just the way we we look at life, you know, and that's that's one of the reasons why. I wanted to start this whole project, you know, especially in terms of the podcast, because I understand what it feels like to to have no hope that everything that you want or everything that you have worked for is either not happening or was taken away from you. And I can understand the feelings that you feel like you have there. There is no good in this. There is nothing good that's coming out of of my of my existence. Look, I've been there. I have been there. But I also realized that there's a lot more to life than temporary problems. And at the end of the day, 9 times out of 10, whatever the issues are, they're temporary. Now, the tenure of them, you know, that varies. It could, it could take a while. Like nothing is, nothing is always going to be fixed or vanished or anything like that overnight. Generally speaking, that does not happen. So yeah, it's going to take a while. But you've heard me say on this show a thousand times, there is silver lining to just about anything. And yes, bad days are going to come, but they're merely challenges to to test your resolve, to test your inner strength. It may feel like the whole world is coming down on top of you, but it, it it's not going to crush you if you don't allow it to. You have to dig down deep sometimes. You have to really look through all all the crap that is you know clouding your your vision. You need you need to look through all that because there is good. You just there's if if for nothing else there are people in your life whether you realize it or you don't whether you acknowledge it or you don't, you mean something to somebody. And utilizing a permanent solution for a temporary problem is, um, you know, that's, you, you, you go from, you know, the shock and the sadness to anger when you're mourning somebody who does something like that, and and I know because I've I've lost you know a friend through you know from suicide, 
over a girl. He was so heartbroken and so devastated and so humiliated by this breakup of of a girl that he had been dating for years and years and years. Come to find out, you know, there was um, disloyalty going on. They wound up breaking up. um, And, I mean, he never recovered from that. And I'll never forget the phone call that I got. Because I never, I mean, I knew he was bummed. I knew he, he was heartbroken. But I mean, I we've all been through heartbreak at some point. And we also realize that if, you know, if, some, if what, for whatever reason, once one door closes, another one is going to open. It just, you got to be patient. You have to deal with it because, okay, it sucks. It's terrible. You know, the love of your life. I, look, I get it. I understand. But there's more, you know, as they say, there's more people in the sea. You know, you there's, so, you know, it's incredible. To this day, I get so fired up about it. Because at first it was it was that 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 shock, and you know the your my own heartbreak is like I just can't believe this is happening. But then as time goes on and you start learning more about the backstory and what all went on, um, you know anger sets in. You get angry. I get angry. I get angry at him for doing something like this, for putting his family through the nightmare that was, for putting his friends through the range of of emotions that come with something like this. It's, It's been a couple of decades, and it's still to this day. I mean, I... It's burned in my brain. You need to think about that as, you know, I'm struggling to find the way to really approach this, to really tackle this. Because, again, I don't want to start going off the rails and getting all fired up about this because... You know, I I know and I realize that this episode is going to be used as something of of a a tool of sorts to initiate a conversation. So I'm trying to walk the fine line here, but I'm here to tell you, if you are the individual who inspired this whole thing, if you are somebody who is struggling with this, that you know, every day at some point in the day, they daydream or they fantasize or they think about how they're going to do themselves in. Stop. Stop. For the love of God, for the love of your friends and your family, stop. Take some things into consideration. 
you've got to take into consideration the impact that if you were to do something like this on what it would have on on the ones that mean the most to you, the people that you love, the people that you respect. How do you think that's going to make them feel? Now, if you're somebody who is struggling with self-esteem and you feel like there is nobody in your corner, you feel like you do not matter to your family, you do not matter to your friends, and it's just too much for you to handle, it's not. It's not. Because there are people out there who are willing, who are able, and who are your friends and your family, and they do care about you. If you are starting to have feelings of self-destruction and and things of this nature, you need, you need to talk to them. If you feel like you can't talk to them, then you need to talk to somebody. There are, there's a number of hotlines of people who don't know you personally that they are paid or they a lot of times are volunteering their time for, for you to vent to, for you to talk to so that you may get a different perspective on things. It doesn't always have to be doom and gloom. It doesn't always have to be the 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 ultimate end. Because another aspect and this is just my opinion on this. Full full disclosure. This is just the way that I see it. For the next few minutes, the this is my opinion. You can take it, you can leave it. That's totally up to you. You may agree with it. You may not. I Look, we all have our own opinions, and, and those opinions are based on our own individual experiences, and I understand that. This is from the way I look at, at this topic overall. If I, had to, if I had to bottom line it, if I had to bottom line it, it would be this. Again, it's just my opinion because I'm afraid that once I start going here, I'm going to get, I'm going to get fired up about this. Let me tell you this: Su- suicide, taking your own life, in my opinion, is the most number one. And and I've mentioned this a, a little bit ago. Number one, it's a permanent s- solution to, to temporary problems. Overall, two, it is preventable. It is preventable because if you feel like you are at this point to where you have no other alternative but to take your own life, you need to talk to somebody. I just mentioned that. Call a hotline, call, get on a Facebook, you know, support group, talk to somebody. Even if it's in a chat room, I don't care. Talk to somebody. Get 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 a fresh opinion from somebody who is not directly involved with the the situation at hand. And third, and this is what will probably you know equal the most heat on me because again, this is my opinion. I can't think of 
a situation. Well, that's not that's not true. Let, let, let me back up. Primarily speaking, and there are exceptions, but primarily speaking, the act of suicide is the most selfish thing anybody could do to permanently handle a temporary problem. It is selfish. Because in a moment of weakness, in a time of weakness, in a time where I'm biting my tongue. I'm biting my tongue. It is, without a doubt, the most selfish thing that you could do to the people who mean the most to you. Think about how you felt when you lost somebody or something that meant a lot to you. A grandparent, aunt and uncle. God forbid a parent, a sibling, even a pet, your favorite dog, cat, whatever. Now multiply that by a million. And that's the pain that your act of selfishness is going to cause your friends, your family, the ones who mean the most to you on a personal level. Because there are people and there are organizations in place to help those who are in that state of mind. They're there for a reason. They're there to help. Now, I understand that there are exceptions to just about every rule and there are situations that I may not understand or comprehend that would justify doing something like this. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, no matter how bad things seem, there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes that tunnel is just miles and miles longer than we wanted to be. But every step forward is a step towards healing and acceptance to whatever it is or whatever changes you have to make. Because a lot of times if we if we come to a point to where we feel like we have no other alternative, we have hit rock bottom. That's the point that we need to evaluate our lives, where we are, what mistakes we made, and how can I learn from them as I try to rebuild, try to get myself back on a path. Talk to somebody. 
If you can't verbally speak it, type it out. Get into a chat room. Find a support group. Talk to your friends. Maybe your friends don't even realize how serious the situation is. I mean, at bare minimum, how serious it is to you. They may not even realize it. And I and I, I I hear and I read that a lot of times. You know, when, when any type any time that suicide is brought up in any kind of news story or or article or anything like that, you always hear a few common traits. And a very common one is we never saw this coming. We didn't know they were feeling this way. Well, how fair is that? So I can understand why, why you would th- why you would reach that point, but you also need to understand that there is so much more good waiting for you on the other side of this storm that you are in. Storms don't last for- forever. They don't. Some of them are just more intense than others. But there are plenty of opportunities and, and and plenty of forms of shelter from the storm. A lot of times we've just got to put put our egos aside and and you know especially us guys who you know have this bullshit image that they feel like they have to uphold that you know if they need to get help it's a sign of weakness that could not be further from the truth there is nothing wrong with needing help regardless of how much of a badass you think you are we are human beings Flesh and bone, man. We have feelings, we have thoughts, we have concerns. We're not a damn robot. And sometimes people need help. Everybody at some point needs help. And it's not always lending a hand to move an appliance or to rebuild a deck or to replace a roof. Sometimes it's to be there to lean on. To allow that, that, that individual a safe place in their mind that they could spew all this out on. You don't even have to know the person. But sometimes just, just getting it, just, just to get it all out in some way, shape, or form is such a release. I've dealt with this, man. I know the pain that comes with it. I was in a very dark place for a while in the 90s. And um, I have for a a period of time, and it wasn't a tremendously long one because I was smart enough to snap myself out of it. But I was heading down a path that was not going to end good at all. 
seeing the age of 25 was um, not likely. Because I just didn't care. And then I realized one day, I don't know, I woke up, I realized this is not the way I want, this is not the way I want to feel, this is not the way I want my life to go, and I need to make some serious changes. And the first thing that I had to do, I had to distance myself from a particular group of people that I realized, luckily, before it was too late, that they were no good for me whatsoever. And I was heading down a path of destruction, self-destruction. And that's not what I wanted to do. Drinking and drugs and all this other crap didn't matter to me. Want to party? Yes, I do. Partied until I fell face first on the floor. And that's where I, I laid until I woke up the next day. And then I got to a point to where I just didn't give a shit if I woke up or not. And then, uh, I don't know. It's like I had an epiphany. And I was, mentally, I was there, man. I was rock bottom. And I don't know. I, I just know that in my in my particular case, I I've seen rock bottom. And I know what kind of struggle it is to pull yourself out of it. But it can be done. And yes, I leaned on a lot of good people on my way up from rock bottom. And you know what? Some of them... I didn't even know what they looked like because they were part of this, you know, the suicide hotline gimmick. There are people there to help you. There are people there. There are people around you. There are people in your life that love you and will support you and they will help you. But you need to be 100% honest with them so that they know what they have to do to help you. Yeah, and you you need to be 100% honest. This is what I'm thinking. Hey, and sometimes... <coughs> sometimes with the severity of, of the situation. Or how hopeless you feel like your your situation is. You know, it, it may be su suggested that you take a trip to the, to the hospital. And, you know, there's all kinds of connotations when you go that route. You know, people think that you're crazy or, or, or what have you. And that's not necessarily the case, you know, across the board. We need for a moment to quit worrying about how we are perceived by everybody else and focus on yourself and to get you the kind of help what in whatever shape or form that that is that you need. Because on the other side of every storm, there is a new sunrise that brings in a new day.
And it may be far down, far down the road, but it's there and it's waiting for you. It's not going to come to you. You got to, you got to trudge forward to it. And let the warmth of that sunshine bring you out of your funk and in in human form, in reality form, that is the love, the support, and the embrace of your friends and family. The ones that would much rather deal with you in a pissy mood or if you are in this spot where you are just so unhappy and so miserable and you feel like you have no other alternative. These people will be there to help you. And they will be the proverbial sunshine that is there for you. It sounds corny. I get it. I understand. You know, I I wish I had a better analogy as I'm because I don't write notes, man. This is totally off the cuff. And this is just how this is how I see it. This is how I feel about it. Suicide is one of the most tragic things anybody should ever have to experience from a mourning standpoint. It's just... uh, It's a fine line. And I understand how fine that line can be, but there are, I know I've, I've said it a few times, but it, it bears repeating. There's help. There's a way out. You just got to be willing to accept it and, and to be able to take responsibility for it. Take, don't go the selfish route. Don't, don't put a permanent, solution to a temporary problem because it's just uh it's just not worth it it's not it's not it's not you got to think about those in your life man Because at the end of the day, they're they're the ones that are going to be dealing with this. You won't have to. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, my friends. And uh, it's just on the, uh, the other side of the storm. Get through the storm and... We, we can start a new chapter, a new beginning. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more of the Close to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm right after this. Professional wrestling fans, get ready for a historic tribute show. For the first time ever, Imperial Wrestling Entertainment teams up with the Michigan Wrestling Organization to present 
Pure Fury, a tribute show to Jeff Klaus. The action happens on Saturday afternoon, September 19th, beginning at 3 p.m. This is a free outdoor event from the Artesia Youth Park in Houghton Lake, Michigan. Find all the information on Facebook by looking for IWE Imperial Wrestling Entertainment or at MWO Wrestling. Get ready for a historic event to honor one of the all-time greats. Pure Fury Jeff Klaus. The action happens on September 19th at 3 p.m. Outdoor free event from the Artesia Youth Park in Houghton Lake, Michigan. Are you looking for a casual neighborhood hangout somewhere where you can just kind of relax after a long day at the office? My friends at Barley and Vine are now open for business and they have, in addition to locally sourced, locally crafted wine and beer, they have a tremendous menu, they have a tremendous array of entertainment options including classic board games, retro game consoles, a book sharing library. Now on Thursday nights they are incorporating trivia night and Fridays and Saturday nights they are bringing in very talented local musicians. So there's something for everybody. You can check them out at 1072 South Elms Road, Suite B. That is at the Elms Road Square between Calkins and Court. You you can check them out at Barley and Vine on Facebook and Instagram or their website, barleyandvinemi.com. Welcome back to the Klaus of the Heart podcast, powered by Anchor.fm. And uh, to kind of put a bow on the previous segment, um, I had did a little bit of research, and I found uh, two national resources. If uh, you need to talk to somebody, if you are feeling really bad, really down, um, and you're having those those thoughts, you know, of kind of putting the final period on everything, you know. Um, found two pretty re- reputable resources here that um, that are in place to help you through this this time, this funk that, that you're in. There is a toll-free number. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is a 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There is somebody there available to talk to you. Or you can go to their website. They have an official website that uh, you can do things through through text and, and other resources there. Um, that would be suicidepreventionlifeline.org, the official website here um, for suicide pre- prevention. Once again, suicidepreventionlifeline.org. So um, those... Those two resources are there for you. Uh, hopefully you don't need them, but if you feel like there is no other alternative, just I, I would I would ask that you take just a couple of moments 
and reach out to the to the counselors that are standing by and um you know hopefully they will be able to help in with whatever you're dealing with so uh to wrap this show up this week i wanted and i mean we're going to totally change gears here uh but i want to talk about a little bit the thought process that went into um the announcement in terms of the Michigan wrestling organization resuming live events or at least one live event and the process that was put in play here with in regards to the plans that we have made and announced for WrestleRama 26. Now, um, WrestleRama is, you know, for those who are in, you know who don't who may not be a regular listener to the show or don't know me on that level um wrestlerama has 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 traditionally been um the crown jewel if you will it, it is our biggest most anticipated event of the year and it has been for over a quarter century uh we had originally had the events scheduled to take place at the Carl Richter Community Center in Holly uh, back in May, but as we are well aware, um, with the outbreak of COVID-19 and the subsequent uh, restrictions that were put in place, that event, along with just about every other sports and entertainment event or entity, was essentially grounded. Um, so as, you know, now that we are you know, in the month of of September, and I mean, COVID is still very much a thing. Um, but they're starting they're starting to uh, provide more opportunities to have uh, have these different events as safe as possible. You know, with regards to social distancing and uh, trying to keep everybody, you know, safe, whether you are a performer or you are a spectator. So we really wanted to take that into consideration because here's the thing, because WrestleRama is so important to the history of of the MWO, I felt, and especially with everything that had happened with my brother and one of the last conversations that he and I had um, was about what we were going to do for for WrestleRama, and um, so it was important that I, if we don't do another show um, this year, I had to at least get R- WrestleRama done. But I also, I don't, I personally do not feel comfortable at this point having an event with the you know just opening up to the general public yet and that's not a slam or anything like that on the fans at all i just i just don't feel like that that's that's something that we need to delve into right now as we are slowly trying to get used to the new normal and trying to you know navigate our way through this and try to you know produce a show that's going to be safe for everybody involved so that's why we went the route that we did um you know an opportunity came about to um have the event you know the a a venue 
had been made available. It is it is going to be outdoors. I can tell you that. Um, I'm not going to at this point say we where we are doing the show at because again, you know I know there's a lot of our fans that are clamoring to see the MWO show live and in person, but we are just not ready for that yet. Uh, so we came up with Plan B, and Plan B is the plan that we the, that we announced last week, and that is simply that the show is going to be taped beforehand, and it will premiere on September the twenty seventh at four p.m. on the MWO Network on YouTube, and I just uh, I mean there will people who are watching the show on the on the MWO network you know they will notice that there are a few people that are going to be sitting around the ring but those are our, those are the families of the wrestlers and and the support staff um you know if we keep it to that group we have a better better handle of the of the situation i guess for the lack of better terms but uh if for nothing else you know take nothing away it's we're still going to do wrestlerama we are going to continue the tradition because that that event is like i said it is the centerpiece of our live event schedule and it was very important to me on a personal and a professional level that uh, we get this show in, and I felt like that this was the best case s- scenario in terms of dealing with the pandemic because you know we don't have we don't have a home venue right now, and that's something that we are still very much trying to work on and trying to rectify. But you know, in terms of the pandemic and and everything, there's not a whole lot of 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 enthusiasm to reach a deal with a venue that would be willing to become the new home base for the organization um, so that we have, you know, a regular place to have live events so we can start producing episodic shows again, you know, building to the different super cards and, and things of this nature. So there's very much, you know, we still have a lot, a, a lot of work to do, but at the same time, we are, you know, I know I speak for a good number of the, of the roster that uh, we are very much looking forward to doing this show. We are very much looking forward to getting together in uh in you know this the safest environment possible and to give our mwo fans the type of show that they expect with wrestlerama and we have some 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 great matches planned for that and we're uh we're very much looking forward to it it's going to be a challenge it's going to be different um but we're going to try to make it as awesome as we possibly can and a lot of that is going to happen between the ropes man because the the guys and the gals that are performers that are superstars with the with the michigan wrestling organization they are going to give our fans a hundred percent and uh i know they are they're they're itching they're really itching to uh to get back in the ring and um you know, perform in some way, shape, or form. 
you know, and along those lines, uh, let, let me talk about this other big event that we are, um, that we have a hand in, and that is the Pier Fury Tribute Show. That is a joint production uh, from Imperial Wrestling Entertainment and the Michigan Wrestling Organization. It's the first time ever that the MWO has shared a bill with uh, with another promotion. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, my brother was a very, very popular and respected superstar uh, on the IWE shows. And, um, you know, they take place primarily in Houghton Lake, the northern Michigan area. And... Um, they uh they have quite quite the product up there and my brother was uh you know he was a big part of of their locker room of their shows and of their fan base and uh so on September the 19th at the Artesia Youth Park in Houghton Lake it's going to be a free outdoor event uh, social distancing will be in play. With, uh, we are asking all of the fans who are planning on attending to uh, plan on wearing masks. We are we are going to require masks to, to be worn um, to this event uh, be, because uh, you know being in the Houghton Lake area, you know I'm not really sure how they're their protocols and restrictions are in relation to what we have here in the, uh, in the Genesee County area, the greater Flint area. And, um, but it, regardless, uh, you know, uh, we are expecting a good crowd. Uh, there's, you know, a lot of, a lot of anticipation for this. IWE has a tremendous fan following, very loyal fan following, and uh, there's no doubt that this is going to be a very, very big, a very important event. Um, you're going to see a lot of uh, familiar faces that grace the rings of both IWE and MWO, although one may not always be the same as the other, if you know what I mean. But um, uh, I'm very, very fortunate to be partner partnering up with IWE in this venture and uh it would take something like this for this to happen you know it's probably going to be a you know a one time thing you know a once in a lifetime you know promotion thing here um but it's still going to be it's going to be a good time it's going to be a good show and uh we encourage anybody uh who has the means who is available who wants to come check it out uh, you can find all of the information on Facebook. Just look for IWE Imperial Wrestling Entertainment or MWO Online, which is the uh, will take you to the MWO f Facebook page or MWOonline.net, the official website of the MWO. Uh, so a lot of things happening uh, finally. On the wrestling front, after months and months and months of being grounded um, because of COVID and, and everything like that, we're starting to kind of at least dip our toe in into the drink, as it were. But, um, 
you know, it's going to be different. And we are going to navigate through this as best as we can, you know, in a joint effort with our friends at IWE and, and just as important with our tremendous fans that support one or both of our promotions. So um, we certainly appreciate all of the support, all of the love that you give to both IWE and the MWO. And we're very much looking forward to the Pure Fury Tribute Show on September the 19th. That's a uh, 3 p.m. bell time on that, I believe. So, um, so with that, you know, stay tuned for updates on social media, specifically Facebook. And then on September the 27th, 4 p.m., exclusively on the MWO Network, Russell Rama 26 will premiere in its entirety. And uh, until then, we will be back next Tuesday at midnight, 12.30 a.m. for Spotify with a new episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm. The Michigan Wrestling Organization is back in action, and it happens on Sunday, September the 27th, exclusively on the MWO Network, powered by YouTube.com. It will be WrestleRama 26, including the big main event. MWO champion Jeremiah J. Hughes will defend the title against the Alpha Jack Terran. You will also see Adrian Anderson challenge with Victor Cross for the MWO Great Lakes Champion. And the tag team champion Skulls and John Campbell will defend against Roberto Cruz and the mighty Bojack. You will also see Tyler Dean put his MWO television title on the line against ex-convict. All this and so much more. And it premieres on September the 27th at 4 p.m. exclusively on the MWO Network powered by YouTube.com. It's the biggest show of the year. It's Russell Rama 26.